Hello, and welcome back to the Obligatory Podcast with Kermit and Mike. I am Mike. And I'm Kermit. And that is correct. This is episode 42. 42 of these. Yeah, buddy. 42. And now most of these episodes are like, you know, an hour-ish. Hour-ish? So we're looking at like 42 hours, just proof recorded time spent doing this, not mentioning how many times we recorded stuff and then didn't do it, or the drive (laughs) over here, or the setup time. Which leads me to ask, are we wasting our fucking time with this or what? Well, they say you don't get really uh, famous with podcasts till 300 in, so we got ways to go. 300? <laughs> That's what Where'd say. you hear that? Who's this they? I mean, Do they yeah. have a podcast? Yeah, it's Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan says that? Yeah. Well, if it came from Joe Rogan, that's yeah, so good enough. We got a long way to go. We got a long way to go <laughs> and a short time to get there. 42, man. That's as many episodes as years I've been on this planet. I thought you were 45. Nah, I'm 42. Oh, okay. My bad. I know. I look good. <laughs> I look good. You know why? Because when you see me, you think maturity. Is that what I think? I guess so. Uh, okay. I don't know. What, what are you now? Like 38, 39, 35, right? One more. 36. 36. Ah, uh, 36 was a good year. I remember 36. Uh, if I could go back to 36, knowing what I know now. It'd still be at the same point. It'd be the same. <laughs> I still don't know geometry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to spell it, so don't yeah. worry about that. I always I always <laughs> laugh when people say that. Like, if I could go back to high school. I was going to say. Knowing now. <laughs> you know, knowing then what I know now. I'm like, did did you learn calculus? Because that's why you almost flunked high school. You know how to make an iPad? Is yeah. that what you're telling you, me right You've now? learned nothing except not to be so nervous around women. That's <laughs> all you've learned. So basically, you're saying you want to go back in time to hit on 15 year That's what it chicks. is. It's, that's it's, all it your is. Your game is better now. Yeah. You're, or all. you think it's better. But really what it is, is the woman your age have lowered their standards significantly. Because <laughs> when they were in high school, every girl's dreaming of finding their one, their prince, their everything else. By the time you're like our age, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, women have been through the whole gauntlet of men, and they're realizing, I don't have much time left before I just go buy a shit ton of cats. You know? <laughs> so they're just reaching out to anybody at some... I think guys are like that. Some certain guys are like, I don't want to die alone, and which is the perfect reason to drag someone down with you, you know? Is that, is that the whole meaning of life? I don't know what the meaning of life is. I felt is, like that was it. Did, you, did, <laughs> just you feel, not be did we just accidentally hit yeah, on it? Not be lonely. I don't know. And find a partner that wants to waste their your their time with you. To tell you the truth, I love my kids. I adore my kids. But there's at least, at least once or twice a week where I'm like, I just need to go for a walk. I'm like, I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I have no purpose. But I need to be alone without, you know, the phone, without the computer, without the kids. I just need to. I, I was always good at being alone. I was a middle child, kept to myself, uh, really didn't have a ton of friends when I was a kid and uh, would just go in my room and read comic books, which brings us to kind of uh, a kind of, uh, you know, that was a natural roundabout way to get right into. Uh, yeah. We we lost Stan the man, Stan the man, dude. Stan Lee. God damn the, it. The creator of so many, uh, so many uh, comic book. I'll give him co-creator. Uh, well, I'm, I mean, not, I'm not on that. Whole I know, full I know the whole controversy thing. with him and Jack Kirby, but I mean, when you kind of pass away, it kind of rolls on to the next guy. Yeah, but so it wasn't kinda... just Jack Kirby. There's like several artists out there that worked for Marvel that created things under the Marvel thing, and Stan Lee just kind of... Well, it's real shady credit, right? how they did Stan Lee, if you want to get into that, because yeah. what he started off in, in New York, Okay. and I think he was working like a journalism with his cousin, mm-hmm. and he was like writing obituaries. Like oh. That's how he first started, I think. That was his first writing game. Yeah, he was, he was. He was kind of like a grunt guy because his cousin had like a comic book 
uh, company that was like a whatever company. Oh, okay. And then he was working under him, and then ideas got passed through, and then I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I'm, I don't have this 100, percent but I'm, and then he create then he kind of started Marvel Comics, mm-hmm. and then when Marvel Comics happened, you know, he started creating all the characters. Uh, and I think even there's a time where he almost had to sue Marvel because they went bankrupt, and then like they didn't want to give him money and all that stuff. Because he was just at that point, it was more of a figurehead. Of yeah, Marvel I think actual. I think Marvel even like were like, well, we can't not pay him because it's Stan Lee, so we gotta pay him <laughs> to not look like assholes. Yeah, because I mean, he did what well, he created what Spider Man, Fantastic Four. He did the Hulk, right? Hulk, yeah. Ant Man, mm-hmm. um, Black Panther. Okay, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Not Captain America. He didn't do Captain America. That was already Marvels. Right. Um. Who else? There's a. There's I don't know. I'm. I, I'll be honest with you. Uh. I. I. I have to. Uh. I have to give you the credit as knowing much more about comics than I do. <laughs> oh, like Doctor I, Strange, X Men. How can I forget that he did X Men and Doctor Strange? Yeah, but once again, he didn't do all these by himself. There were a lot of. A lot of uh, spoons in the pot, right? I think I think the original idea came from him. Like Spider Man was originally his idea. Like Spider Man was his idea, and then you he kind of so? ran with it. Yeah, you like look, so? like look, this is him on uh, BBC doing an interview on how he created Spider Man. I was sitting thinking of it, trying to think of an idea, and I saw Oops. on a wall, and I thought, gee, wouldn't it be something if if we had a hero who could crawl on walls like a fly? So I said, yeah, that's great. Now, then I need a name. So I thought, Fly Man? That didn't sound dramatic enough. Insect Man? No. And I, I went down a list, and then I got to Spider Man. And somehow, Spider Man. It sounded a little scary. It sounded... There you go, see? Mm-hmm. So he's a man. He's a man that came out with Spider Man, for sure. Mm-hmm. That was his creation. Because like when, right, when DC Comics came out, you know, Superman was just like too powerful and didn't really have any problems yeah so then stan lee kind of took the other approach of like you know spider-man has issues with acne and girlfriends and rent mm-hmm. and you know living day-to-day life so that's what made comics kind of like a different level of yeah reading. I, I just feel like there was a comic book era where it was just basically add any animal or insect to man and you have a character oh that's it oh, that was every, dc and, and marvel was in the running for that but, right yeah. and then both of them went back and forth just stealing character ideas and everything else like what they have they had uh namer and aquaman come out right right around the same time right right yeah but like dc doesn't have no one that's like spider-man yeah if you think true. about it but no i mean one. wasn't even uh death's Deathstroke was done before Deadpool. Deadpool was like a straight ripoff of Deathstroke. Rob Liefeld created mm-hmm. Deadpool. Mm-hmm. He created the character, but then the writers, like he drew the character. The writers made Deadpool. Mm-hmm. So, but Rob Liefeld takes credit for that, which is bullshit. Yeah, but it's just a ripoff of Deathstroke from DC, which, I mean, what was it? One One's name, one's name was uh, Wade Wilson. Right. Yeah, and the other one's name was like Slade. Slade Wilson. Or Slade Slade Wilson, I think it was. Yeah, it was yeah. just straight up and like <laughs> right with the mask and everything and they're both mercenaries. Well, I mean like you got Green Arrow, then Hawkeye. Yeah. Um who's who would be Captain America? But I guess- Green Arrow was even just a straight up uh, you're gonna be Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, just Robin that's, Hood. That's what the creator said. They're like, oh, we're not going to lie. We decided to put Robin Hood on right. the Avengers. On the, right? No, well, no. Green Arrow is DC. Right. Okay. Hawkeye's so, uh, yeah. Marvel. Yeah. 
But I'm a Marvel fan. I don't know if you... Oh, me too. But you were in a Flash shirt, so I'm assuming you're a DC guy more than a Marvel guy. Nah, this was a Hot Topics ad. Buy one shirt, get the other one for 50% <laughs> off. Got it, got it, got it. And this was the only thing I was like even slightly into, so... Yeah, because that, that was my childhood. I would yeah. lock myself in a room mm-hmm. and just read comics. I still have crates of comics. Yeah. Which most people throw away. I kept them. Yeah, I was a huge... Um, I think I read the G.I. Joe comics before anything. I was a huge Snake Eyes fan for mm. a long time. And then when X-Men came out, I still remember buying my first X-Men comic because my dad would take me and my older brother, my younger brother wasn't born at the time, uh, he would take me and my brother and the dog out for a walk when my mom was, my mom worked nights as a waitress. So he would take the dog for a walk and there was a little store down the corner and they had comic books and he would give us like each a buck to go in and buy a comic book. And I remember the night I bought it, I went in because the clerk said, you don't have enough. And I came back out and uh i needed another 75 cents because the comic book i had picked because it had a cool looking guy with claws on the cover was a dollar 75 because it was some anniversary edition or something like that it turned out to be some x-man anniversary edition and i bought it i remember my dad being like never buy a comic book over a buck again because he was digging through his pockets for change he didn't have cash right you know and i felt horrible and then uh i went back and uh Read the comic, didn't know who any of the characters were, so the whole thing made no sense to me. It was just, I was a kid. I was like six or seven, you know. Uh, but anyways, about, I guess, five years ago, I went and reordered that comic book because that was the first comic I remember walking right. in by myself. And there's like sex scenes in there with Nick Fury. And I'm like, who lets a kid buy this <laughs> fucking comic book? You weren't saying that at the time. I didn't even... Dude, You're I was like seven. titties. No, at seven, I didn't even... I, th- I think kids today are a lot more sexual than oh, when I yeah. was at seven. Yeah. Like, I had no idea what was going on at seven. I still thought girls had penises at seven. Because <laughs> all the ones it. I knew did. You know? <laughs> Maybe I just grew up in a weird place. Yeah, yeah, you grew up in a weird place. <laughs> so, yeah, that sucks about so, yeah, Stanley. So but Stan once Lee. again, I've seen a lot of people saying, it's like, he was 95, dude. God, God hope any of us make it that long. Dude, but for a guy that's 95, like, because um, I go to comic book conventions, and he would still go out to these comic book conventions. Mm-hmm. And still shake. Well, he didn't. He stopped shaking people. Oh, he's still still shook. He's still (laughs) shook. No, he was so mean. He was just so nice, though. That's why everyone think everyone loved him. Yeah, you know, he was just so humble. He was still involved with the fans. Yeah, like he's super involved with the fans, and he would like ask the people, "What? How's their day?" And Mm -hmm. he'll take photos and smile and pose. Yeah, and like so, what? Ninety four, ninety three. He was still doing this. And you know, I've been to MegaCon for the past what four, five, six years now with the Geeks of Comedy. You never took advantage of it. Never done it because I see a line. Did it one year. No, I got one thing signed. So you get you got your uh, you got your photo of you with. uh, I didn't do the photo thing. No, I didn't do the photo thing. No. I always felt like it was kind of mean. They're just dragging this poor old man. But but he liked to yeah, do it. They, Supposedly they, he liked doing it. They just rolled him out there like Hannibal Lecter on the little <laughs> and uh, on a coat hanger, <laughs> little man. cart. And there you go, Stan. Yeah, Excelsior. They'll probably have him this year at MegaCon too. Yeah, well, mm. yeah. But um, I did. I know. I know. We were talking about earlier. Did you know that Ramones were the original uh, for Spider-Man song? I knew they had done a version. I didn't know they were the original. They were the original. I I, I didn't I didn't know that. How'd it go of- again? <laughs> the Ramones always look like Howard Stern to me. Mm. <laughs> so they wrote this song, or they yeah. performed it? No, they wrote it. They wrote it. Yeah, and then uh, and then it became like then it became. 
what it is now. Freaking whatever. They had a whole, they had a whole cartoon and everything. You can look it up on YouTube. It's not bad animation for the time it came out. Yeah, well, I think that's just the beginning of Spider-Man and Friends video. Yeah. And then the Ramones just edited in shots with themselves. <laughs> like, you don't see Spider-Man hanging out with the Ramones, do you? Uh, he doesn't swing into the club that, and take never, over bass guitar. I never watched he the whole thing. He doesn't start playing sax like Clinton or anything, does he? This damn song's two minutes long. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's just yeah. It's just scenes. You just notice that now. This is like you would get sued for doing this nowadays. But these guys are just like, no, this should be fine. Maybe that's what we should do. Just start writing unauthorized uh, jingles for products. <laughs> but just changing the lyrics to it, or yeah, just just like on the off chance that you know someone likes our jingle and uses as like <laughs> that's gonna be the opening of our show from now on. Yeah. Which we're still looking to change our opening. Yeah, I thought you said Samantha Ivy was gonna get on that for us. I have my super fans, Samantha Ivy. She I, loves hearing her name on this. Samantha Ivy, Samantha Ivy, Samantha Ivy. I have my fingers crossed, man. Mm. I told her I would blast that every episode. Yep, super fan. Well. Stan the man died at ninety five at, at ninety five years old. He died what yesterday, so oh, the twelfth so of November. People almost died today at Disney. Wait, you hear what? about that? No, I was what? gonna play off Stan One. Lee, but then you cut it off with okay. Dan Walt well, Disney. Here we go. You go ahead, play go ahead. off Stan Lee. Let's play him off. There's a song to the Avengers. The oh, he made four more cameos too before he died. Yeah, that's so what we was, get to see him four more good times. My eight-year-old was all upset when he heard, and he's like, "We won't see him in any more movies." I'm like, "Tell you the truth, buddy, I think we will." So, what four movies? You got the Avengers coming out. Is what? there another Captain America coming out? I don't know. There's oh. a Spider-Man coming out. Right? Oh, Spider-Man. Yeah. So, what are the other two? Who knows? Probably Doctor Strange or uh, another no. Guardians. Maybe isn't there another oh, Guardians coming well, out? The Guardians on hold says James Gunn got kicked off oh but they're using his script they're looking for a director quentin tarantino no yeah we'll do it all backwards <laughs> we'll start with the last scene and no. then figure it out and, and we'll have sam jackson in there and there'll be a lot of like white people getting payback for years of racism <laughs> is that every movie it is i believe and what's the german guy's name the the actor he always uses yeah, yeah, one yeah, german guy yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know his name uh, he's good christopher christopher watt Waltz. Something like that. Christopher Waltz. Never reads his lines. Yeah. Does he? Nope. He just makes it up as he yep. goes? No. Yes, he does. Not true. Sorry, Stan. That was for you, by the way. Yeah, that was for you. Yeah. Rest in peace, homie. So, um. people almost died at Disney today. <laughs> Go on. The monorails. You know the monorails they have over there? The little shuttles? One of the doors <laughs> fell off at the Polynesian Resort. It just like fell off. It, like, you know how something, when you drop it from the sky, it hits the ground? that's falling <laughs> it's a gravity thing and the door just fucking fell off i don't know people how many times do we have to tell you por favor mantengo say alejandro de las puertas before you listen to us <laughs> and it didn't work out that it happened today out. that happened today like i was looking for another story that i wanted to talk about and then it just popped up it's like lime monorail because they're all named by their colors Shit. lime monorail has door fall off disney has yet to release an official statement and um there's no talks yet uh, of course not and, but uh, no one died but supposedly no one did but you remember probably about what was it six years ago the monorails 
Maybe it was longer than that. Seven, Bullshit. Eight year, you, dude, you didn't. They hit each other? Yeah. Shut up. What? How do you not know this? I thought they're on two separate tracks. People died, dude. Are they on two separate tracks or just on one track? It's like one. There's monorails and there's changes and everything else. But the thing was, one of them was supposed to be off the track getting repairs. And some reason someone sent it, someone sent it. And there's this whole thing because you're supposed to have supervisors who are like, you got Clearly, the computer. that didn't work out well. Yeah, you got the computer, but you also got physical supervisors. I, from what I've heard from inside sources... <laughs> what, what is this This myth? <laughs> is this, it's is not a, a myth. Is this a Disney this, myth? This is an inside like thing. Like Walt Disney's One heads of, in a jar? I have a very close friend who happened to be an engineer over there. Not like a choo-choo, but like fixes shit engineer. Got it. And he told me hell came down because basically the supervisors who were supposed to be there giving visual okays were all at the fucking Denny's over there by Crossroads Plaza on 535. They were like eating dinner with their fucking walkie-talkies just going, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. When was that? Let me pull it up here. six years ago? I could be wrong. Uh, monorail crash. How many people died in that nightmare? That was a bad one. It was, I think it was lots of injuries, but the driver de- definitely died. So one's parked. Mm-hmm. What, they were coming at, going towards each other and on you, the track. At the same time. Oh, so it's like a head on. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. 2009. I thought they only go one way. To, no. What, dude, that's why if you look at monorail, it's got. Driver this side, driver this side. It goes back and forth like that. I honestly I just went one way. It just goes, mm-hmm. you, just, you have to wait. Wait for it to go all the way around. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. thought they had multiple ones on one track. Uh, this was from July 5th, 2009. So how many years was I fucking off? A good, oh, 2009? Yeah, so I was about a little shy of 10 years off there. Yeah, you do the math. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I will. Uh, two monorail trains at Walt Disney World collided early Sunday, killing a 21-year-old driver. A witness said one of the trains rammed into the back of a stationary train about 2 a.m. at the resort's ticket and transportation center. A second employee was taken to the hospital to be checked. The six guests, members of a single family. Luckily, it was like at 2 a.m., so it wasn't that crowded. You know, they were <laughs> luckily. Luckily, there were only. Hey, what woke me up out of my <laughs> sleep? Oh, there's just people screaming death. What do you mean? You can't hear anyone from the ticketing center. <laughs> Members of a single family were evacuated by paramedics at the scene. Oh man, it's a terrible day for us. A oh, way to bring down the yeah. podcast, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, I was just dealing with one death. Now you're giving me multiple death. Yeah. That happened nine years ago? Yeah. Anything else you want to share? Well, the worst thing is, how can you live in Orlando and not know about that? I don't know about it. How did you not know about that? Did you know about the kid that got eaten by an alligator at Disney? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know no one has ever died on Disney property? That was Disney property, the alligator kid. Mm Mm-hmm. But no one has ever died on Disney property. Wink, wink. Apparently, they, they... no matter what happens, like even when the dude got decapitated in Space Mountain, that's a myth. They get pr- shut up. That's they get, a myth. They get pronounced dead once they're off property. <laughs> that way, no one's died on property. <laughs> the head. I heard the stupid Space Mountain thing. I think that's a myth. Like the hands, his hands got chopped off. That's a myth. I was working Universal when someone 
was quote unquote seriously injured on the men in black ride because they were in a wheelchair and they got strapped in. You know how the wheelchairs, some of the rides have that you can roll it in and latch them in. Okay. Apparently he wasn't latched in correctly. Oh my gosh. And it got flung and then the next (laughs) Jesus the next cart went right into him when he was on the railroad track. So picture all those old timey Western movies where they tie the girl to the track and they just see the train coming except nobody came to save him. No, this is all bullshit, right? What? No. And these, these are all recent, like, well, like, within, like, the year 2000? Well, yeah, because Men in, in Black. the year 2000. Men in Black came out when? The year 2000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to write. Do, 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 do. Um, hmm. <laughs> Way to keep our... our <laughs> you throw all this deaf shit at us and we don't have anything ready for it to go. Well, you this don't have is, facts. See, it's a this, myth. It's like is, the moon landing. This, this is... The, the moon. I'm glad you finally converted. Because I remember when I first brought up, you're like, you're crazy, you're psycho. And then you watch half a documentary and you're like, if they brought up some valid points. Uh, it was a very valid point. And then I fell asleep, but still enough for me to be like. Dude, I, I, I gave it 20 minutes of my time. Yeah. Man. And I was like, oh, wow. You know what? I'm not going to do this. You know what? Next week we'll talk about I will come prepared. Because it's myth. What, what do you mean? People dying at theme parks? You're telling me someone stood up on Space Mountain and got their head decapitated. Yes. How tall can you have? You have those damn rails are super high. I've been on Space Mountain. Well, I mean, for every, me, it's everything super looks super. <laughs> yeah, really. Do I have to do every short joke? But I'm just on. saying. All right. Like you, and that right. shit's like. You what? know what? How fast does Space you know Mountain what? go? You know what? You know who we should get in here? Who? We should get Mr. Disney himself, Kevin White, to come in and answer all our Disney questions for us one day. <laughs> Kevin White goes down the rabbit hole at Disney, though. I don't want to open that Pandora box. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll ne- we'll be like, all right, I think I'm done with Disney. <laughs> Here's the thing you don't know about the people who made the rails for Space Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> he goes down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I, would, I would like for him to be on. We could talk about it, but we gotta, we yeah. got to have like a buzzer. Like, all right. <laughs> Back on track. <laughs> Dude, that's enough. Wrap that up. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Speaking of guests, I think what? We got James John coming on next week we got a quite a few uh lists coming up so we're gonna do we yeah do we but i think james john next week right supposedly and how did that happen supposedly yeah, supposedly 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 there's a d in there use it yeah supposedly. i got your d right here <laughs> where where <laughs> there's cameras on I'm where trying. where yeah i know they want to see where no, they don't where nobody wants to see the winky pinky nobody wants to see <laughs> as much as your girlfriend wants to see brown auger <laughs> no that's that, that, that's Let's not talk about the, the We're black not talking hole about sun. the black hole sun. No. Black hole sun. <laughs> Won't you come? No, but yeah, we got some people coming in. Um, I don't know. Just, uh, yeah. James will be cool, though. James has We're going to talk about Thanksgiving because he is a man that loves to eat. And has his show, The Lowdown. The Lowdown. Over on, on Afrotainment Network, oh. right? Well, Afro, Afro Entertainment mm-hmm. Network or TV. Afrotainment. And then it's on Sling TV. Mm-hmm. And then he's also on, uh, I think, Thursdays. He's on Monsters in the Morning, 104.1. Real Laughs. Well, he's on Real Laughs, but every Thursday, I think he sits in with the Monsters. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't listen to it. Yeah. I'm a horrible friend. Yeah, that's okay. They don't listen to us either. <laughs> Perfect. I don't feel bad at all. Fair trade. I don't think they like me anyways. No. Well, you went on stage at one of their <laughs> fan shows and basically... Uh, uh, basically, put everybody's dirty laundry out there. Hey, it was funny. I mean, for me, <laughs> I was gonna say it was a comedy competition. That's true, but yeah, I blame Jeff Jones on that one because he dared you. <laughs> he he dared. said you wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it, and I did it. And 
and nothing came of it anyways it's not like i <laughs> i got i still got the same gigs and i didn't lose any 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 uh what no regrets is what yeah, you're no regrets, yeah no regrets man i had nothing fair enough fair enough so you know what i did this past weekend mm-hmm. you ate at lazy moon no dude oh no but if you want to bring up diet let's bring up diet I have. I know I'm, you've been doing good. I've, yeah, I'm going on Friday. Why are we on Wednesday? I'm going on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm going on 11 days without a soda. 11 days without a soda. Good. Which is huge for me. Uh, all I'm drinking right now is this aqua. Boring, but yeah, good. Oh, it's fucking boring, Amen, dude. But like you know what? Day. After like four or five <laughs> days, you start to not crave shit. No, you don't. Uh, I haven't had anything with cheese in 11 days. Um, I'm actually reading the calories on things when I go out to eat. And uh, I'm eating a lot of grilled chicken right now. And I took your advice. And uh, I didn't get this. Like, I, I had to ask a couple of people about it. I'm like, dude, because you told me to start eating breakfast. Make sure I yes. eat something when I get up. Because I don't. Because here's, here's what my normal thing was. Uh, stay up till 6 in the morning. For falls, no reason. Fall asleep for an hour. Wake up when the kids are getting ready for school. Go back to sleep until like one, you know, or noonish or one. Uh, take care of the stuff I got to take in the morning. Wait till the kids getting out of school and take him with me to grab something to eat. Because, you know, I would go to McDonald's and, you know, once a week he'd get a milkshake and I'd, you know, eat there. But the word you used was <laughs> gorge. Yeah, you are you're like, gorging. Because I don't eat at all. And then at three thirty, four o'clock, I'm starving. So I would go and like just shovel crap into my face until I was totally full. And then until I would go out yourself. I would go out, do comedy for the night or whatever else, and either hang out with the comics at Denny's Gringos. or Perkins, grab another meal, or hit Gringos, or have fucking French toast at three AM, you know? And uh yeah, that's what I was doing. That's how I was living my life. But when you told me starting in breakfast, I went out and grabbed some uh, like raisin bran cereal. I like raisin bran, and Ugh. I also grabbed some. Got the o- shittiest cereal in the world. Okay. I grabbed some oatmeal. <laughs> okay. And uh, the the first day <laughs> Did I tried you cook it or you just ate it dry. No, I, I, I picture you. I'm just- not at that <laughs> level yet, but I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, no, I I made the oatmeal. I ate it, but then fucking it was weird. I ate a bowl of oatmeal. And then, like an hour later, I was hungry again. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll, you know, I got some apples. I'll cut up some apples and have a little snack. And then, like a fucking hour later, I must have had five, like tiny little. It was all healthy stuff, but I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, what the? (laughs) How am I gonna lose weight when I'm eating more now? And I didn't understand. I had a couple of friends explain to me. They're like, no, it's good because you feels like you're eating more, but your metabolism's actually working. That's right. what's going. So could you tell me what the fuck? Exactly what you just said. I don't get it still. What do you mean? How am I eating more, but going to lose weight? You're, you're feeding the machine. You're feeding the fuel. You're burning the fuel that you're putting in. And then you just, you just keep doing but, that cycle. But before, I wasn't even needing fuel to get to Because your o'clock. body is like just restore like. You're not eating for the whole day, right? So you're not eating. You, you go to sleep, mm-hmm. and you just don't eat all the way till let's say five. Like let's say that's time you're eating with your kid. Is that what? I, that's all. I was yeah, like at? four o'clock or so. Four yeah, o'clock, yeah, five yeah, yeah, o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So from the time you wake up at twelve, s- twelve. Well, no, you said you wake up and take the kids. Well, I wake up only you go like to bed an at hour. And then you go, I, I go to bed at six. Then I wake up when they're getting ready for school. And then once they're off to school, I go back to sleep until like. So your body's well, going to like survival mode. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's not your 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 body's hungry, but mm-hmm. your body's going into survival mode. So you just kind of just 
it's just maintaining. Mm-hmm. But deep down, you're hungry. Like your your body's starving for that that fuel again, but you're not giving it. Mm-hmm. So then, when you finally eat, your mind and your body's like, go, 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 and you just shovel mm-hmm. all that food in, mm-hmm. and then you feel like shit, mm-hmm. and then you gotta try to reburn that off. But it's just a big clunk of shit in you, mm-hmm. and uh, then you just keep repeating that cycle. So what you're saying is, eat smaller meals. What I'm doing now is actually better better because it's not like my body's not on this thing where it's like okay we got to save all this food and disperse it because right. we know how you're, his system you're goes. literally eating like you're about to not eat for another two like a hibernation two days. Type yeah thing. yeah you're eating like a bear yeah yeah no see that sounds cool no, no that sounds not, cooler than like cool oh you're eating like a little fucking ferret that not, has a little meal here and a little meal here. eat like, like a, a squirrel just eating little <laughs> eat like a ferret. and what you told me every meal like just when you're doing small meals just uh look and go or is fistful it's <laughs> fistful just like portions yeah just fist it just fist it <laughs> somehow i think that's the dieting tip that never got the respect it deserved like just fist just it. fist it just fist it yeah yeah just fist it you want some rice? Fistful. Yeah. Chicken? Fist, mm-hmm. fist size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very motivational. <laughs> You're welcome. You see you see my new motivational thing that I'm getting behind? What's that? Be Beethoven. What are you talking about? Well, I've, I've been doing, I was doing some studying for a joke. Like, people don't understand. When we write jokes, we actually sometimes research shit just to make sure we're getting it right. And, uh, <laughs> Unlike our podcast when we do news. <laughs> yeah. No. You know what's funny? We actually both came prepared with topics today. I think we've hit one so far. But that's uh, fine. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. But I was studying about Beethoven, and you know who Beethoven is, right? The dog. That big dog had a yeah, family of Yeah, from five. part one and part two. Yeah, and man. Charles Grodin takes him home. and build it. No, yeah. the fucking composer, Beethoven. <laughs> yeah, I know who Beethoven. he is. Beethoven. Okay. We hung out. What, I got what, his Twitter. What's the biggest thing about Beethoven that you know when you think Beethoven? He's a composer. Okay. What, what's he known for, though? Like, uh, not his songs. What was the big thing with him? He's No, I was going to say blind. He's deaf. Yeah, he's deaf. Yeah. Here's the thing. I've just always, someone told me, or I it's learned deaf and made music. that Beethoven was deaf and made music. Not the case. Not mean? entirely the case. He, he, it was only the last decade, last 10 years of his life that he was fully deaf. Like his hearing had slowly gone. He had already worked as a composer and a pianist for years. Yeah. So it's kind of fucking crazy. Cause but no, but he created this, the famous song that he created when he like was deaf. Most, well, that was the thing. His top, his big hits, as you would say today, he created those all in the 10 years that he was deaf. And I like to think that it's because he wasn't listening to his fucking critics anymore. (laughs) So that's my new thing. I'm like, you know what? Critics do what they do because they can't fucking do what we do. So fuck them. Trust yourself more (laughs) and be Beethoven. So I think be Beethoven's it. You gotta put it on a t-shirt and fucking sell it. You think think Beethoven... Mm Mm-hmm. Did so much better as a deaf guy because he wasn't hearing people going, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> so that you're saying, sucks. You're saying there's Twitter back then? There's just a bunch of haters? That's all fucking. <laughs> he, was a, he was a gnarly looking dude, man. He yeah, he had that crazy hair. Crazy hair. Crazy well, his look. first name was like, uh, no, I was thinking Mozart. Wolfgang. Um, Wolfgang. Wolfgang Puck. He made sandwiches. Wolfgang. Dude, those. <laughs> <laughs> Beethoven Wolfgang Puck sandwiches. So, but the Dude, reason, we're the so reason, bro, silent science. <laughs> our, our, our facts are so wrong. <laughs> the, the reason I was researching Beethoven, the reason I was researching Beethoven, was because uh, someone had told me we were talking about musicians, 
And someone was saying like, you know, I think Ray Charles is a great musician. I'm like, why is Ray Charles a great musician? I mean, I like Ray Charles, you know, fucking fine. Great piano player, good singer, everything else. But why is he, Yeah, well, just think he was blind. I'm like, yeah, well, he was blind. He wasn't fucking deaf. I'm like, (laughs) you know, he could feel the keys. He could hear the music. I'm like, if you really want to think about it, you know, Beethoven. And that's why I started researching because I'm like, Beethoven was deaf. And then they were like, no, he couldn't have been. And I looked it up. I'm like, holy shit, he was only deaf the last 10 years. I'm like, but it doesn't impress me that Ray Charles plays great music and he's blind. If you want to impress me, tell me Ray Charles never lost a game of tic-tac-toe in his life. I'd be like, that's... (laughs) Fucking amazing. <laughs> That's fucking mean. <laughs> it's not mean. Like, wouldn't you be more impressed if you heard, wait a minute. Seriously? Never? Not once? Ray Charles know how to beat the entire Nintendo and Super Mario Brothers. Without cheat codes. Without cheat codes. What? <laughs> Got through Contra and never doing up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA. Is it BA start or BA select start? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. B A start B A A B A B isn't it B A B A A B A B B A B Abba I don't remember Queen All right back to back to back to your life Yeah I went to a Renaissance fair Saturday dude took the kids to Lady of the Lake Renaissance Fest in Tavares, Florida. Oh, you fit right in. Oh, it was a it was a shit show is what it was. There's a bunch of drunk white people hanging around. I will say the majority happened to be Caucasian-esque. Oh, no deodorant and smelling like The one black guy I saw was dressed like um, Jesus. The one color fella, he was dressed like... Oh, he was just like How come you're going Irish on this? Isn't that what Renaissance people? Not all Renaissance Hey, who gives a fuck? No one goes You're, you're like Scottish, Irish. I get Okay. Come dance with me. and yeah. stick this Have you ever been to a Renaissance fest? No. Don't, yeah. How dare you want to cut this beautiful music? <laughs> At this least is turn what it you down. It's fucking no. annoying me. I am playing this flute through my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the tunes. So, uh, if you've never been to a Renaissance Fest, basically what they do is they take over like a an area and try to <laughs> a recreate. Walmart parking lot. Yeah, this this was actually they call it Lady of the Lakes Renaissance Fair. By, Lady of the Lakes. It's in Tavares, Florida, but I had to go down Landfill Road to get there. So <laughs> there's a road called Landfill. It's road. Lady of the Landfill is what it was said a few times, and it's actually yeah, it's a county road. So you imagine that there's actually a landfill. Or an a landfill, but um yeah, dude, they um they, all these people. If you want to buy like anything with a dragon on it, they got all these merchants set up like the leathers. It's like a flea market of medieval times. So it's pretty much a Game of Thrones uh, co- uh convention. Pretty much, it's not pretty much. But they had like jousting. So, King of the North. So think of the guys who couldn't get the job at medieval times. That's where these. This is like this is like the minor leagues for those guys. You know? There's scouts out there yeah. from medieval times. Yeah, like that guy. And then you got all these little stages, which are literally just outdoor stages and uh, different show times and stuff like that. And people go up and tell their either play a little bit of music, you know, on their freaking ancient guitar, or they'll have like a. There's one guy I saw. Uh, he did three shows, and I only caught his second two but you know how i used to do the magic stuff in my act 
like fire eating straight jacket stuff like that yeah, yeah his first show was 30 minutes doing what i did with the straight jacket but it took him like 35 minutes he had <laughs> what's the normal time was, he was supposed to get out of there with like five well right? no he got that's the funny thing he got out in less than a minute okay but he took 30 minutes of the lead up of pulling people oh, up on stage and then he's like come back for my fire show at three o'clock i'm like i'll be here and i came back <laughs> And sure enough, he same thing. He did like a 30-minute set, but 20 of it was just with the torches, the stuff that I do and toss out in like a minute. Right. And then he walked across some like fire at the end for his finale. And uh, Did he catch on fire? No. But then he got in with someone's death. And, no. on the- <laughs> and I, w- I was just sitting there going, well, if comedy doesn't work out for me. <laughs> You're going to be working at a renaissance fair? You can come. You can be I'll my, make your flyer. <laughs> dude, you, you can come and you can be my little jester. We'll put you a little midget suit. <laughs> You know, so basically anything in your closet and just come on out. You can wear the little hat with the bells and just come out. Hear ye, hear ye. My lord and master, Michael Haley, he will be performing on the fourth night. Gather around, children. Gather around. Who are you calling children, child? <laughs> Show some respect for the lord. Lord of the dance, Mr. Hurley. <laughs> and then we'll be pitching and selling medieval fire wallets and fire Ooh. watches. Dude, <laughs> this you, sorcery you, of fire. To tell you, tr- this is how these guys make their money. If, if a listener has experience with Renaissance Fair, I used to have a friend who did these, okay? But tell me if I'm wrong. The only money you really make as a performer here is when they pass the hat at the end. You know, they have like a tip oh, bucket. Oh, okay, tip bucket. And yeah. just from what I saw... For some of these guys, they weren't making much money. However, I didn't see any of these guys selling merch at the end. I'm like, dude, you need to, you know, what have we learned? What have we learned? If you have an audience and you can even get 5 to 10% of them to buy your 10 or $20, whatever, at the end of the show, now you're making fucking money. How many shows have we done where I'm making more money off my merch than what I'm getting paid? To That's be almost there? every show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't, you know, I remember before I was doing stand-up comedy, I would see a comedian at the quote-unquote comedy club and just assume they must be making thousands of dollars that weekend to be there performing. (laughs) And the truth is, if you're working these B, C, D rooms, uh, you're lucky if the money you're getting paid covered your travel to that gig, you know? It's ridiculous. And I hate to say, even some of the A rooms, dude, if you're not the headliner with the credits... You know, I see guys fighting each other for host and feature dates, and you know how much it's like, dude, you're paying your own travel to get out there. You know, you'd make more money working two shifts at Taco Bell, you know? So you're thinking about doing a, your third job, being a re- working at a renaissance? Uh, I don't know, but I, you know what I thought? I thought it'd be a really good, I thought it'd be a really good idea for like a, a, a series, like a series of shorts or something like that. Just the the behind the scenes kind of uh, kind of like the office meets, meets a rent. Yeah, did they do that already? Did I think they? there's a movie out, man. Really? I think role models. I think the movie's called Role Models. No, that's that's not about that. That's about uh, the the role models thing. He just happens to be the kids into LARPing. LARPing, right, right. Wasn't, That's not even a Ren Fair or anything. I swear I've seen something. I think on Family Guy they had an episode where Peter goes to a Renaissance <laughs> yeah. Fair. He's like, and Will Ferrell's the voice of like the head the black knight. knight. Yeah. And they kind of had that here. They had the court walking through, like the king and the queen and everything. And the king I loved because he looked just like Mel Brooks from Mel Brooks' uh, History of the World. Oh, no uh, shit. <laughs> oh, he did. At one point, I think I, I think he was doing a cosplay of that king, but I don't think anyone noticed. Yeah. Because at one point, he's like, 
it's good to be king. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Was, I there, was there a wedding? Uh, there wasn't a wedding, but uh, one of my sons did get knighted. And then the other one was scared to get night because he had his face paint done like a dragon. Right. And he thought it was going to be a, a elaborate trap because there were <laughs> Off a bunch. with the young one's head? <laughs> oh, Sir Dragon. <laughs> I told you, Stab him. I told you I did a wedding that was. Uh, a renaissance fair? It was uh, Link based, like Legend of Zelda. Oh, okay. But so they had the fake ears and everything on? Well, some people did. Mm-hmm. But it was all like renaissance style mm-hmm. and i ran out of music as <laughs> so i just kept playing a game of thrones soundtrack <laughs> i had nothing else i was like ah this song again yeah uh, whatever uh the funniest part there for me is watching the people who are really truly a hundred percent they don't break character it. yeah some of them don't some of them don't some of them you, when they get drunk do. they get off yeah i i guess this was all a lot cooler before everybody had you know cell phones so it wasn't it wasn't well it wasn't well done though that's what you're telling i'm me. not gonna say that I'm not going to say well. that because I, I believe that the Renaissance is fair itself. Um, I believe there's reenactors, you know, that have their little clubs and all year long. Like there was a living chessboard, you know, where the they have the chess like it's a field and they draw out like a huge chessboard and then they have and the people are the, the people pieces? Are, the people are the pieces so whenever like a pawn goes to take another pawn the rest of the board walks off and then it's this whole choreographed battle scene so it's not just like oh i go here and now you leave it's like i go here and i flip you and bash you and bang you and I'm like, yeah bishop to a3 kill him now Pretty much, pretty much. I never saw a full chess before chess game get played because within four moves, like the other pieces would just come back and start. It turned into a rumble. Pretty much. I don't believe any of them actually knew how to play chess. So it's not like a bunch of Puerto Ricans at a cookout fighting. (laughs) A bunch of Puerto Ricans. What is this? Welcome, (laughs) welcome to Sanford and the bunch of Puerto Ricans at a cookout fighting festival. This was not part of the festival, dude. Tell you truth probably not too much difference because <laughs> because you get a bunch of puerto ricans all of a sudden you, you got food trucks <laughs> <laughs> there's food trucks of course there's food trucks and you're telling me they're not selling shit you know yeah. out of the back of those trucks <laughs> so it was pretty cool the kids had a great time that's oh, what that sounds fun I didn't, yeah i didn't see any photos i didn't know you went to do that yeah i got a bunch of pictures i can you didn't show. post it though yeah no my instagram game's lacking dude you you my fell Facebook. off i fell off big time i wasn't hard. seeing results well, it's it's a marathon, man. I know, and you I'm not in the on... shape to run a marathon. <laughs> we all know that. I'm but, working <laughs> on it. But no, man. Like, I mean, I'm no yeah. Instagram guru, but right, it's a pain in the ass. But still, yeah, well, keep on. It's it's hard to tell what's gonna hit. Like, uh, I went down that uh, I went down that rabbit hole of YouTube today, looking at one video, and then found uh, then found what was it? Uh, What'd you find? Reaction video. There was this. There was this black dude, and he was like, this is my first time listening to Bohemian Rhapsody. And he put on the headset, and kind of just, it was him in front of a screen, and then they had the video for Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. And it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, that, no, I'm feeling that. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then right in that sidebar next to a YouTube video, six or seven different other black dudes having first-time experiences with bohemian rhapsody i'm like is this something i didn't know was this like a uh, yeah that's a new thing now i guess is it a new thing or i is don't it know just, this, like this when i saw the here. first guy i was like oh this guy's so creative that's interesting and now it's like oh everybody does this but there's nothing really involved and it had something like three 
5.6 million views just to just to watch people have I'm like maybe I'm trying too hard maybe I'm thinking oh what would be funny or what would be good or what would be this you know maybe you should do videos of you like like uh things you have never ate maybe I should do <laughs> combine what we know works What's we'll that? do reaction videos and that fucking what was that shit with the the oh the um oh man I forgot the whispering people <laughs> the sounds or whatever I forgot yeah. what it's called so I'm gonna do reaction videos but they're also gonna double us oh my god see Fred, but I think you'll like Freddy that crap see and I don't want to so amazing Bohemian uh, <laughs> Rhapsody I just want to rub my beard against it no don't do that to the mic disgusting it's uh, what they, they want uh, uh, it don't. it soothes them <laughs> you know what's funny I was watching uh, uh, Jim Carrey has a new series out called Kidding it's on Showtime. Where he plays kind of yeah. like a, um, who am I think? Mr. <laughs> Rogers type character. Okay. And he has a kid show, but it shows the depression stuff he's going on behind it. Is it a serious show or is it, it It's like, a, it's a dramedy. See, I don't want to watch that. I'm, yeah. I'm already turned off. But you know, it's funny. Uh, if we hadn't done that, what was the name of that shit? It was uh, oh, shit. the stuff where it's just girls listening into uh, it starts it's like, or like it's like a short name it's like ass or, or like rubbing their claws over yeah, yeah, yeah uh anyways in one of the episodes uh jim carrey's kid is smoking pot and just watching that stuff with his grandfather <laughs> and his grandfather's like what is this stuff it's fucking stupid as asmr asmr yeah that's what uh, yeah, the grandfather's like, why is they're both high as fuck? He's like, what is this stuff? It's stupid. And the kid's like, you want me to turn it off? And the grandfather's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, ASMR. A- What's it stand for? Extreme, extreme close-up whispering or some shit like that. Uh, extreme doesn't start with A. I don't know. I'm just reading what they say. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it stands for. Oh. That's this bitch right here. This is not us, by the way. This is her. And yeah, this, she's a professional. And this and this fucking chick's got five point six thousand, five point six k views. I can do that. You're in a tunnel. She does her makeup and everything for this shit. She's got the lights in the background, like Stranger Things. Someone's gonna come and talk to her. This is the kind of shit that pisses me off, man. <laughs> <laughs> right? This is the shit that pisses me off. Like she has no talent, but this. This is mm. not a talent to me. <laughs> this is not talent. This is not. And she still has more views than any of your videos. Way more views than my videos, bro. <laughs> this is not talent. This is horseshit. Oh, dude, my uh, laptop went dead. Found a story you were gonna <laughs> love. What, what, what was the article? What, you talked about the uh, which one? I Dude. pulled up all your stuff. You got the Delta. Oh, did you? you? Oh, that's it right there. Go the Delta. And then uh, you got so the I was so I happy I found this today because I know how much you enjoy a good poop story. <laughs> okay. So basically, a guy traveling from Atlanta, Miami, got on a Delta flight. And uh, as soon as he sat down, he realized something didn't smell right. And he thought, oh, man, maybe someone just kind of, you know, uh, farted or something like that, filled up the cabin. And he he looked down under his seat looking for a place to, like, plug in his phone or charger or something. And he just saw poop. And then he realized it was on his shoes. It was on the back of his pants. And he got up and he had sat on it. Now, here's what Delta was saying. Apparently... uh, the two stories here were there were two stories uh, this guy this passenger when he starts freaking out was told two things apparently uh someone had a service animal that got sick like 
the runs. And then someone else had said, no, it was actually an old man who had got oh, sick geez. or whatever. So this guy rightfully sto- starts flipping out and asks someone to clean it, right? Can you clean this? Can you desanitize it? They're like, sir, sir, sell down. They went into that whole mood. They come over, give him, uh, he goes to the bathroom, get cleaned up. He's like, do you have any sanitizer or anything? They give him like two paper towels and like a bottle of gin. Like, you know, those little bottles you buy? Like, yeah. They, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's alcoholic. What the fuck? Are you serious? I swear to God, dude. I wanted this. So I this then he report. starts complaining and they're like, well, you have to take it up. This, nobody on the plane will help him with the situation. They're like, you need to go back, take it up with the gate people. So he goes down the runway. He's like, I'm not sitting on that fucking... They're like, sir, sir, come. Look, your plane's going to leave. You can either be on it or not be on it. And he's like, there's shit on my seat. I don't want to sit. So he went back in. And I guess a bunch of the other passengers had fucking got up and decided they were going to do their own little protest. Like, no, fuck it. He's right. This needs to get cleaned up. So some uh, people go over with rubber gloves on. Like some Passengers. No. Oh. It's like airplane people. Okay. But they go over with rubber gloves on and paper towels and just rub it. But they're just rubbing and smear it in. in it. Nobody goes out. Nobody sanitizes anything. No one does. You're at an airport. Is Delta? Yeah. Fucking Delta, dude. That sounds like some spirit. That sounds like front some frontier line, bullshit. Frontier shit, right? Yeah. So, well, the frontier sh- seats are plastic. You can just fucking hose those <laughs> off. It's like patio furniture. It's fine. <laughs> But uh, yeah, dude, so they, they finally go out and they show like the bag, like a big plastic bag that, you know, oh, it's fine from from, oh, it's fine to here's this bag bursting with t- towels and shit. Ugh. And uh, apparently they flew into Miami and the oh, other passengers gave him blankets to put like gave up their blankets to put on his seat so he didn't have to sit on what shit. What the hell? So he's he was supposed to be going Tampa. So he was supposed to fly into from atlanta miami catch a flight over at tampa and he's like no fuck it he took an uber from from uh miami to tampa four hour drive because he didn't want to get another delta there's a photo of it yeah all over his shoes and now delta delta's like oh of course we're gonna reimburse him for his flight and pay for his dry clean stuff and he's like too little too late i'm gonna fucking sue you know he was expecting people to show up with like biohazard suits and take care of shit but how about you man you get on a plane. Have you ever sat in someone else's poo? Yes. What? Yeah. When? I've leaned on someone else's oh! shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I was. Uh, I was in my teens. What? Where? How's this even? It happen? was uh, Central Florida Fair. Mm-hmm. I was at a Puerto Rican festival or something. <laughs> Look at your <laughs> eyes. They're all watery from choking. Oh, man. I was at a Puerto Rican festival. Were they doing Puerto Rican fighting with the food trucks? <laughs> the, the food trucks and shit. So I went into the public bathroom. Mm-hmm. The little porta potty or they had the actual No, bathrooms. the actual bathroom. Yeah. And I closed the door. Whatever reason, I was I like, I guess I leaned back mm-hmm. and I put my, my back against the door. Mm-hmm. And there's shit on the wall, oh, man. and I put my my entire back. <laughs> but I didn't know, so I peed. So you got to burn that shirt now, right? Bro, this is what happened. So I peed. I go out. I leave. Mm-hmm. And my my buddy's like, "Yo, what's that on your back?" And I go, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, "Is that poop?" <laughs> and it was poop. <laughs> so I ripped <laughs> off my shirt, threw it in the trash, and I bought. I walked around the festival for like a good ten minutes looking for a shirt stand to buy a T-shirt. Uh-huh. I didn't have money at that time. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I maybe had like maybe 20 bucks on me. Yeah. And, and I that- probably spent already 10 on food. Yeah. So luckily I found a, like the, 
cheapest of the cheap shirts yeah. for like five bucks, and I put on a shirt. Oh, man. And that's how they get you there. They're like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to rub shit on people in the bathroom so we can sell these fucking $5 t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the only time I've been in someone else's poop. Yeah. That, yeah. Just making sure I'm like going down the list of shitty situations. I lost the nice purple champion sweatshirt at a fair kind of like that but totally opposite you know that you know that ride that's just like the ring of death it's like a roller yeah, coaster a loopy but it's loop just the yeah. loop it's just a loop i don't i don't like roller coasters but my friends were like come on we're going we're going we're going and it starts off with the little back forth back right forth, and i could feel it coming already oh you're the it. one that did it what well, yeah that was me and i like no not shit okay. get out of here <laughs> Uh, but like I went and I went Bleh! and like it, I know I hit people behind me and went down. It also got on the front of my sweatshirt <laughs> and I just got off and nobody, here's the thing. Even if you puke on someone, if you're covered in puke yourself, no one's going to fuck with you. you know? <laughs> no one's coming up to start a fight with the guy who's got, and I just remember peeling off the sweatshirt. And I, you know, you had a shirt on, I had a sweatshirt with a shirt underneath, so I was good. And I just remember puking the rest of everything into the sweatshirt uh. and balling it up and throwing it behind like one of those ticket stands. <laughs> you didn't throw it in the trash? What's your problem? It was a nice sweatshirt. <laughs> I was like, I'll come get it later and take it home and wash it. But my friend went and let me get in the car with it. I'm like, it's fine now. Come oh. on. It's all dry. Oh, so. uh, you dirty white boy. Dirty white boy. Whatever. <laughs> You're just going into men's stalls and rubbing your back against like a bear. fucking shit. Like, like Baloo. A bear. That's how I pictured it. You're like, what? Shit on the wall. Let me get some of that. <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. Whenever you go in the stall and you see like, uh, you know, shit on the wall, but it's like someone had just taken their fingers, like a murder scene. Like, <laughs> it's like, dude, what you just literally wiped your bare hand. It was like someone threw it. Oh. It was like a paper towel kind of like splat and then it like slid down. People, fucking monkeys. Come <laughs> dude, on, man. Disgusting, man. Monkeys flinging poo at it. Just, it was yeah. gross. Uh, I can't deal with it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it got in my hair, too. Okay. <laughs> So uh, another thing that just uh, saw a video today, kind of discouraging. Uh, there's a high school in Covington, Georgia, and they're actually holding classes teaching students how to give other students first aid in case of gunshots. I guess that's okay, but like kind of crazy. They're teaching them how to do like tourniquets. Tourniquets and shit. And I thought it was just that school, and I went looking for the story, and apparently... Uh, this happened uh, last year. The uh, if you pull it up, I think it's the Department of Homeland Security uh, has put out like a 1.8 million dollar uh, grant to put this education into schools. Basically, the government is saying, "Hey, we haven't figured out the gun thing, so until we do, we're putting two million dollars. <laughs> we're putting two million dollars into teaching kids." How to dress each other's wounds. You're a father. How do you feel about that? That's fucked up beyond... Dude. I mean, it is fucked up, but I mean, I guess... I, I, well, I guess according to one of the doctors, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the victims from these school shootings uh, died because they bled, they bled out. They bled uh, to death. Dude, you're just on a kick on dying today, but all right, keep going. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Bringing a shot. I thought I brought enough poop vomit stories <laughs> no, for you was, to be happy no, with you, today. No, the poop vomit did not balance the death. Nobody died going. from poop and vomiting today. Uh, not today. <laughs> yeah. But I guess uh, something like one-third of the kids who uh, passed away during the shootings, uh, had it was due to blood loss, you know? And... 
I love that. I love that because, you know, the NRA loves that statistic. So they're like, see, they didn't die from guns. They died from losing blood. Yeah, but they lost the blood because of the bullet. Hey, <laughs> what's it say on the death certificate? Bullet or loss of blood? You can get paper cut, bleed out, you know? I just imagine that's how every NRA guy sounds That's like. every meeting at the, yeah. at the NRA. But, yeah, so apparently one in three could be prevented if you can, like, stop the flow of blood long enough to get proper medical treatment and everything else so it was just so sad watching a bunch of these kids had to be 13 14 you know like we were sitting through sex ed classes that didn't do no good you know at that age i never took sex ed class and i'm the one with two kids you know <laughs> two unplanned love you guys unplanned crazy never took sex ed Dude, class i took sex ed you know and fucking 20 years later Actually, I'm being kind to myself. <laughs> Several, 25 years later, I got two kids. You know, you know what they taught me in sex ed? They they taught they taught me how to place a condom on a cucumber. See, I never been through. Like I always see that in movies where they do the banana and the cucumber mm -hmm. thing. Never right. seen that in person. Taught me how to place a condom on a cucumber. So that's why 25 fucking years later, I have two unplanned kids and weird tasting salads. <laughs> What? I feel like that's going to be the clip. <laughs> Wrote that joke 15 years ago. Never got to use it till today. <laughs> I'm like, someday there will be a perfect time for that joke. I always thought it was funny. When, even, when they even when they were showing us how to put a condom on a cucumber, I looked at my friend who, you know, you had to share a condom and a cucumber. Uh. I looked at my friend like, man, this is going to make for a weird taste in salad. Like, and he didn't get it either. He's like, you're so stupid, man. <laughs> I know. Yeah, man. That's weird. I've never weird. had a sex ed class, but then you have two kids. <laughs> you think I would listen. But yeah, I don't know, dude. It's surreal to see these 13, 14, 15-year-old kids. I kind of feel like it's just a they've accepted that this is a possibility that could happen. That's the world we live in, though. Why? It's the world we live in, man. Why? I mean, there's a, there a mass shooting just, what, a couple of days ago in California at a bar. Yeah. Dude went in there because... Uh, he thought there were there were a lot of the survivors from last year's Las Vegas shooting in, in that bar. Some some bullshit where he got pissed at his girlfriend or some dumb shit, and he even went on Facebook saying like uh, like writing like you know I don't give a fuck. Was she fuck in the shooting. bar? No, she wasn't even there. See, that's the problem with white dudes, man. Kim Miller and I talk about this all white, the time. White white women love and white men love shooting people up, man. Ken Miller and I talk about this a lot. Do he's you? like he's like white men. White guys are crazy, man. Why why are all the serial killers white? I'm like because when black guys have problems, they go right to the person they have the black the problem with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, man, you fucked my wife. I'm gonna kill you. They're not running around killing everybody that reminds them of the guy that fucked their wife. But the guy that fucked their wife is living with their wife like somewhere <laughs> in Mississippi. You know, yeah. white guys are crazy, man. White guys do that. Like my mom mistreated me and she was a nurse, so now I go around killing nurses. Jeez. Where's your mom? Mom, retired down in Boca Raton, you know? <laughs> it's like, dude, black guys take the problem to where the problem is. White guys avoid the problem and just take it out on everybody else that reminds them of the problem. Hispanics just take it out on the family, too, so they're yeah. worse, too. I don't know. I think a lot of you Hispanics are Hispanics till you shoot 12 people and then, oh, look at another white guy. He was one of the darker white guys, though. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you guys just walk the line, Hispanics. You're like, mm, do we? Yeah. All right. I think so. Nah, I think Puerto Ricans are I horrible. Think, <laughs> I'm right. Puerto Rican. Yeah. They're crazy. Really? I don't know who's more crazy, Mexicans or Puerto Ricans or Dominicans. Mm. They're all bad shit crazy. 
I don't know. I think Puerto Ricans got to play it cooler because they don't want to be mistaken for Mexicans. Is that what it is? We don't want this. <laughs> They're like, dude, <laughs> I, I, dude. The best thing is whenever you see like a white person go off and yell at people carrying a Puerto Rican flag, like go back to your country. <laughs> it's like you, you know, this is like, but you know they. It's the same thing, right? You know, yeah. Puerto Rico's part of you. Or US. like, <laughs> you know, who doesn't know that? <laughs> president Trump. I went down to Puerto Rico. I spoke with their president, lovely woman. You're, you're their. Pre- <laughs> I gave him, I gave him paper towels. I gave him paper towels. They're all lovely. I believe there's a photo of me <laughs> handing out said paper towels. You know the funny thing about being Puerto Rican, mm. coming to here in Florida, mm-hmm. everyone always makes a stereotype joke that I'm Mexican. Right. So I'm always like kind of used to it. Like, ah, okay. Yeah. At least I'm original. I've called you Cuban several times. <laughs> but then You're when I went to California, <laughs> when I went to California, mm-hmm. like Mexican people, are like, hey, you Puerto Rican? Like, Who the fuck you call? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. That's right. <laughs> I'm whatever you need me to be this day, sir. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. I'm not Cuban. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man, that's just sad. That's sad to me that kids these kids were so very nonchalant about it too they were just like yeah this is what we're doing hopefully we can you know one girl was even like you know if i can just save one of my classmates you know i'd be happy i'm like that is the world man mm-hmm. just like the whole uh like putting caps on internet and stuff yeah. everything gets two million dollars should we put in more metal detectors nah let's teach the kids how to dress wounds you do you like the metal detectors i had a i, had a, I talked to a parent about this and he hates it yeah, because he was trying to get his kid to carry a gun into the school, right? No, 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 no. He's just like, he doesn't, he, he's kind of like on you. Like, why does it have to get to that level? I would rather it get to that level. I think that's more realistic than, yeah, you know. I mean, all the, all the schools now are fenced. Because I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, think of high school kids. This is actually a class, how to apply tourniquets. Now, think of how many kids in your high school class cheated off the kid next to him <laughs> To learn how to put on tourniquets. To learn how, learn how to do it during test day. But then when you really need that real life situation stuff, believe me, the first kid who gets shot is the one kid everybody shit off. I, like, how we put a tourniquet on Robbie? Robbie's the only one who knew. <laughs> they should have like a YouTube station for like kind of information like this. What do you mean? Like, they should we have- should make that YouTube station. Like, this is the world we live in. We can just play Phil Collins songs over and over. <laughs> this is the world we're living. Oh, yeah. See how to put on a tourniquet, and they got a bunch of they got a bunch of uh, videos. Yeah, uh, you don't put it in uh, below the wound, and you don't put it in on the wound. You put it in, uh, above three inches above. Yeah, two to three inches. I above. learned that from watching Rambo movies. Did you? Did you make That means uh, I didn't do it your Rambo impersonation sounds like he's just choking. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. And you do it on stage, too. <laughs> <laughs> Such a shitty Rambo. You know they're coming out with another dead five. on. You know they're coming that out is out perfect th- Rambo. You know they're coming out with another one, right? <laughs> yeah, they have me doing the voiceover. <laughs> hey, welcome to Rambo number five. Number five. Is it five? Rambo five. Wait, we're up to we're up to, we not, up to five. We don't even label the Rockies anymore. Now it's just Balboa. Next Holy time it'll shit. be Stalin. It is Rambo five. Mm-hmm. Two thousand nineteen Rambo. What am I gonna thumb back for? I don't remember watching three or four. Mm-hmm. Huh. I might have to go and watch some Rambos. Yep. Damn, first blood came out in eighty two. Uh first blood part two came out in eighty five. Rambo three, no title. Eighty eight. Mm-hmm. Rambo again, no title. Two thousand eight. I saw that one. That was a crazy one. 
Mm-hmm. And now 2019, Last Blood. Yeah. It's been a while since I watched any Rambo films. What, what am I watching? Watch them again. I think he only oh. had like 15 lines. Oh, did you check out uh, Richard Pryor? Netflix has one of his uh, specials up, Richard Pryor Live. Ooh, do they? Yeah, a lot of people you talk to about Richard Pryor, they go, live at the Sunset Strip, greatest, you know, but this one's not that one. And what's really cool is he opens up, and I guess Patti LaBelle, it was him and Patti LaBelle <laughs> doing his show. And Patti LaBelle had gone out first, done her songs and everything, and then there was an intermission. And when Richard Pryor came on stage, it's a shot of the audience, and half the audience hasn't come back from intermission yet. So Richard Pryor just walks out, he's like, what the fuck? Where is everybody? <laughs> and Richard Pryor does like seven minutes of crowd work while people are coming back to their seats. And I'm like, holy shit, Richard Pryor, probably one of the biggest, I think it was 1978, and probably one of the biggest stand-ups at the time. And even he has to deal what we got to fucking deal with every time we go to a club. <laughs> and people just start trickling back in. And uh, I guess he had had some legal problems that year. So he was like, I'm glad you all came out tonight, especially with the fucking year I've had. And uh, apparently uh, he had gotten arrested earlier in the year for shooting his own car. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't, I thought I should be allowed to not go to jail for that because it was my gun. It was my car. And, you know, at the time my wife was trying to leave me in my car. (laughs) So I said, you want to leave? Not taking this car. Poof, poof, poof. Yep. That's a true story. Yep. And the funny thing is People Magazine wrote that story. You know who they went to get? The, they went to another comedian to ask their opinion on Richard Pryor, and he said, Richard's life right now walks a very fine line between comedy and tragedy. <laughs> and you know who that was? Eddie. Bill Cosby. Cosby? Really? <laughs> Bill Cosby back what there. Bill Cosby's doing the interview with people, has five chicks drugged in the other room, <laughs> and he's like, oh, what can we say about Richard? That man's walking down a dangerous path. I heard he shot a car. Oh, excuse me, one minute. <laughs> Dude, isn't that so crazy that Bill Cosby, like you think about it in hindsight, yeah. is like number one creeper? Yeah. <laughs> At least Richard Pryor got to die in his house in his own bed, and Bill Cosby will probably die in prison. Yeah. 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 Right now, Bill Cosby's hoping he doesn't make it as long as Stanley. How old is Cosby right now? Seventy nine. Is he seventy nine? Eighty one. Eighty two. Eighty four. You doing bets on this by yourself? Eighty six. I'm taking Cosby. a pool. Eighty one. Eighty one. I was right there. <laughs> yeah, you're right there. I start with seventy nine. And he's um, sentenced to three to ten years. That, as they say, that's a life sentence for him, man. Holy balls. Yeah. Oh, well. How the great ones fall. So, yeah, I only got to listen to, like, the first 15, 20 minutes of the Richard Pryor I'll probably Pryor watch special. that tonight. It's after pretty you, good so far, too. After you get out you of know, here. You know what he does? He does an amazing white guy voice. Like, to the point where, as a white guy, I'm not even slightly offended when he does it. I'm like, nope, that's exactly what all of us sound like. Doesn't he always, he's like, you know what I mean? This, uh... Oh, because he does this bit where, uh, it's not even a bit. He's just doing the crowd work. He's like, look at all these white people coming back after intermission. <laughs> Find out there's a black person in their seat. Uh, excuse me, I believe these were our seats. Becky, weren't these our seats? These were our seats. We were sitting right here. Ain't no more, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I did that all with my voice. Some white dudes you cut in front of don't play that shit, though, right? You cut in front of them. All right, cut the shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it right there. Just cut the fucking crap. 
Have you ever seen him on Saturday Night Live with Chevy Chase? Yeah, a long time ago. I have to rewatch it. Where are we at right now? What time are we at? Definitely an hour. Definitely an hour? Okay, well, uh, this weekend I'm out in Palm Harbor. I'll tell you what. Look this up. Chevy Chase, uh, Richard Pryor, Saturday Night Live. Uh, I'm in Palm Harbor this Thursday through Saturday with Kevin White. Check out Snappers Comedy Club, Palm Harbor, Florida. Get your tickets. It's going to be a great show. You anywhere this weekend, man? No. All right, we summed that up. <laughs> Next week, we're going to have our friend James Yan on the show, hopefully. Uh, it should be a good time. His uh, wife lets him out. That's, Bam! That's going to be it for the obligatory podcast, episode 42. But we're going to leave you with uh, this great classic sketch. Now, the funny thing is there's a debate between Chevy Chase and Richard Pryor's camp over who wrote this sketch. Uh, Chevy Chase claims it was him. And Richard Pryor says... Camp says it was Richard's writer at the time, Paul Mooney, who's also a great stand-up comic. Uh, Paul Mooney was credited for turning Richard Pryor from a Bill Cosby imitation to the Dark Pryor we know nowadays, or, I'm sorry, Dark Twain, as they call him. So uh, take a listen, enjoy this, and uh, we'll see you next week. Probably pretty ready for this job. We got one more uh, kind of psychological test we always do here. It's just a word association. I'll... Uh Throw you out a few words, uh, anything that comes to your mind, just throw it back at me, okay? Just kind of an arbitrary thing, like if I said dog, you'd say... Tree. Tree. <laughs> dog? Tree. Fast? Slow? Rain? Snow? White? Black. Bean? Pod. Negro? Whitey. Tar baby. Jesus. What'd you say? Tar baby. Buffet. Colored. Redneck. <laughs> Jungle bunny. Pack of wood. Spear chucker. White trash. Jungle bunny. Hunker. Spade. Hunker, hunker. Nigger. Dead hunker. Wow, they got away with some shit back then. for this job. Uh, how about a starting salary of $5,000? Your mama. Uh, $7,500 a year. Your grandma. $15,000, Mr. Wilson. You'll be the highest paid janitor in America. Just don't, don't hurt me, please. Okay. Okay. You want me to start now? Oh, no, no, no. It's all right. I'll clean all this up. I'll take a couple of weeks off. You look tired. 